Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. Let's give the Lord some praise today, for he is worthy to be praised, right? Lord, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word that's before us, and we ask, Lord, that you would enlighten us with your word today. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would place in our hearts, minds, and spirit to use this word in our lives today and each and every day, and to be a beacon of help to others, Lord, with this word. Father, we thank you. We thank you for everything, your love, your grace, your mercy, everything that you do for us, how you look out for us, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father. Thank you. This we pray today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are going to start in Hosea. Hosea. We finished up yesterday and Daniel, as you recall, Daniel had many visions about the end times. Okay, now today we're going to move into Hosea. And Jose was one of the other prophets that was um, warning Judah and Israel to come away from their sins. And of course, we did not listen. Let's hope that people will listen this time, okay? We are in the times now where people need to wake up and need to begin to know who they are and accept our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this morning, I was going through uh, my page. And uh, going through my Facebook page. And there was a family that had come on to the page. Um, they, uh, they, have, they have placed a Facebook page up for a young man who is missing. He's been missing now. Well, that was this morning. So he's been missing now about five or six hours if they haven't found him yet. His name is Isaac Stacken. Now, I ask all of you out there who know prayer to pray for this young man for a safe return to his family and his loved ones. I ask this from all of you. And right now, we're going to just stop for a second and we're going to pray for him. But again, I ask all of you to pray for this young man. Uh, get with your prayer groups if you need to and pray for him. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, Almighty God. We lift you up, Almighty God. Lord, we give you the glory and the honor. Father, we ask for your help today, Lord Jesus. One of your children is missing, Lord. Isaiah Stacking, Father, we lift him up to you now, Lord, and we ask you, Almighty God, to bring him home to his family, safe and sound, Lord. We ask, Father, that you place your warring and your guarding angels around him. Wherever he is, Lord, we ask, Father, that you would release him from wherever he is. If he's in bondage or captivity, Lord, release him and help him to get to a safe place. Send your angels, Father, 
like you did for your apostles. Open the doors, the gates, the windows, Lord, and allow him to escape unto freedom and let him get home safely, Father. Lord, thank you, Almighty God. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Lord, we ask, Almighty God, that this young man not even be hurt, harmed, or injured in any way. Father, you hear us, O oh Lord. And we thank you, Father, for hearing us. We thank you, Lord, for interceding in our behalf for this young man. Bring him home safely, Lord. Please. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone, please. By all means, his name is Isaac Stacken. S-T-A-C-K-I-N. Please um, be praying for him. I'm going to try and check on the page again today to see if he has returned home. Um, but um, again, if you know of anyone who is in trouble or like this situation where a child is missing, please write in, put it in on the Facebook page. Um, you can even come to my Facebook page, which is Linda McMillan, um, and leave the message there. Uh, we have many, many prayer warriors, ministers, uh, evangelists that are on that page and they will certainly pick it up and do likewise. So please, um, if you're having a problem, uh, feel free again. You don't have to put your all the uh, information down. Just put down need prayer um, and summarize your prayer. Uh, if you need someone to contact you personally then just leave a message please call and leave a number okay um, or if you don't want to leave your number leave your email and we'll contact you and then that way you can give us a number privately okay all right so let's get started on today's word all right. Um, as I said, we're in Hosea, and we are chapter 1, verse 1. The word of the Lord that came from Hosea, the son of Puri, in the day of Usura, Jonathan, Asha, Az, excuse me, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Josh, king of Israel, the beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. And the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take unto thee a wife of whoredom and children of whoredom, for the land hath committed great whoredom, departing from the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Diblam, which conceived and bared him a son. And the Lord said unto him, Call his name Jezreel, for yet a little while, and I will avenge the blood of Jezreel upon the house of 
Jehu, and will cause to cease the kingdom of the house of Israel. And it shall come to pass at that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. And she conceived again and bared a daughter. And God said unto him, Call her name Lorahamah. Lo, excuse me, let's get this word right. Lo Ruhama, Lo Ruhama, for I will no more have mercy upon the house of Israel, but I will utterly take them away. But I will have mercy upon the house of Judah, and will save them by the Lord their God, and will not save them by bow, nor by sword nor by battle, by horses, nor by horsemen, nor when she have weaned. Laruhama, she conceived and bared a son. Mm. Then said God, call his name Loami, for, he, for ye are not my people, and I will not be your God. Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured nor numbered. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, Ye are not my people, there it shall be said unto them, Ye are the sons of the living God. Then shall the children of Judah and the children of Israel be gathered together and appoint themselves one head, and they shall come up out of the land, for great shall be the day of Jezreel. And the true factor is this, as the Lord says, we are like the sand of the sea. We cannot be numbered. We cannot be counted because there are so many of us. Chapter 2. Say ye unto your brethren, Ami, and to your sisters, Ruhuma. Plead with your mother, plead, for she is not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredom out of her sight and her adulteries from between her breasts, her adulteresses from between her breasts, lest I strip her naked and set her as in the day that she was born and make her as a willingness, and set her like a dry land, and slay her with thirst. And I will not have mercy upon her children, for they're the children of whoredom. For their mother hath played the harlot. She that conceiveth them hath done shamefully, for she said, I will go after my lover 
that give me my bread and my water, my wool and my flax, mine oil and my drink. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up thy way with horn, with thorns, and make a wall that she shall not find her paths, and she shall follow after her lovers, but she shall not overtake them, and she shall seek them, but shall not find them. Then shall she say, I will go and return to my first husband. For them, for for then was it better with me than now. For she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multitude. Uh, for she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. Therefore will I return and take away her corn in the time thereof, and my wine in the season thereof, and will recover my wool and my flax given to cover her nakedness. And now will I discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and none shall deliver her out of my hand. Hmm. I will also cause all her mirth to cease, her feast days, her new moons, and her sabbaths, and all her solemn feasts. And I will destroy her vines and her fig trees, whereof she hath said, These are my rewards that my lovers have given me, and I will take them a farce. And the beast of the field shall eat them. And I will visit upon her the days of Balaam. I will visit upon her the days of Balaam, Balaam wherein she burned incense to them, and she decked herself with her earrings and her jewels. And she went after her lovers and forgot me, saith the Lord. Now, stop here for a second because we know the Lord's talking about Jerusalem, uh, um, the, uh, the uh, Israel, okay? But if you take this into a common text, <laughs> don't anybody chop my head off about this, okay? But this happens, okay? Um, women and men have a tendency to, uh, especially today, since everybody's got this, um, uh, free to be spirit, you know, I can be with whoever I want to be and no one's following, I shouldn't say no one, but many people are not following the commandments when it comes to, a sexuality and relationships. Um, so a lot of people are dating this one and that one and the other. From one person to the other, even in some marriages, and 
<laughs> you do see this. You know, you see this until all of a sudden something happens and the bottle drops out. And then all hell breaks loose. And then, you know, the whining and the crying and the wringing the hands and, uh, you know, everything is gone, basically. If they have a car, they lose the car. If they have the house, they lose the house. If they have the kids, they might lose the kids. Uh, if they have a job, all of a sudden there's no job. So you think of it in that terms as for today. Okay, now if you go even a little bit further and you project this into the nations today, you will see again this still is going on. <laughs> um, the nations that are supposed to be uh, following the word of the Lord, um, they're not. Um, this United States is a good example. Um, we are a Christian nation, but people really are not following the word of the Lord. Um, they are doing a little of this and a little of that. We're doing some Bible and mixing it in with, uh, you know, whatever suits us. Um, no one's following the commandments. Most people are not following the commandments. I shouldn't say no one, but most people. Uh, they're not following the statutes or the laws. In fact, many people will tell you, oh, those don't exist anymore. You know, that's that was back in the time of the Bible and Jesus and God. And, and I keep telling people that's not true. Those things still exist today. It's just that um, man has twisted it so much that people cannot see. And even when people read the Word of God, they still argue about this and say, Oh, no, no, it doesn't exist. But um, if you go back to some of my podcasts and see some of the verses that we have read, you will see that it has not changed. It's still going on. Okay? All right, let, let's get into um, uh, verse 12. And I will destroy her vine and her fig trees, whereof she have said, these are my rewards that my lovers have given me, and I will make them a forest, and the beast of the field shall eat them. And I will visit upon her the days of Balaam, wherein she burned incense to them, and she decked herself with her earrings and her jewelry, and she went after her lovers, and forgot me, saith the Lord. And that's the other thing. Um, and after people go through all this stuff with their lovers, their relationships, they, they, they forget the Lord. When things are good, they forget about God. And then when things hit the fan, then all of a sudden they remember God. And that's not the way to treat God. You're supposed to remember God when things are good and when things aren't good. He's supposed to be in your life all the time. 
Okay. Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortable unto her. And I will give her her vineyards for fence and the valley of Achor for a door of hope. And she shall sing there as in the days of her youth and as in the days when she came up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be at that day, saith the Lord, that thou shalt call me Izzy, I, she, I, she. I sigh, I sigh. That's a long I. I sigh. And shall call me no more Baali. For I will take away the name of Baalim out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by this name. And in that day will I make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of the heavens and with the creeping things of the ground. And I will break the bow and the sword and the battle out of the earth and will make them to lie down safely. And I will betroth thee unto me forever, yea, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness and in mercies. I will even betroth thee unto me as faithfulness, and thou shalt know the Lord. And it shall come to pass in that day, I will hear, saith the Lord. I will hear the heavens, and they shall hear the earth. And the earth shall hear the corn, and the wine, and the oil, and they shall hear Jezreel. And I will show her unto me in the earth. I am sorry. I will sow her unto me in the earth. And I will have mercy upon her that had no, that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them which were not my people, Thou art my people, and they shall say, Thou art, thou art my, my God. Okay, chapter 3. Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman, behold of her friend. Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet. Love a woman, beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord, towards the children of Israel, who look to other gods and love flagons of wine. So I brought her to me for 15 pieces of silver, 
and for a hummer of barley, and a half a hummer of barley. And I said unto her, Thou shalt abide for me many days. Thou shalt not play the harlot, and thou shalt not be for another man. So will I also be for thee. For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king, and without a prince, and without sacrifice, and without an image, and without an ifrit, ifrit, and without teraphim. Afterwards shall the children of Israel return and seek the Lord their God, and David their king, and shall fear the Lord and his goodness in the latter days. You see that. It says in the latter days. So, he is speaking of spiritual adultery. Hmm. Spiritual adultery. Yes, that, that's, that's deep, isn't that? Spiritual adultery. Yes, it does exist. You have God's love, and you have a fake love. Right? Idolatry comes when you put your investment in other things other than Him. Okay? And it comes to the point where you become drunk with that obsession. Such as young people today overindulging in your cell phones every minute of the day, 24-7. Your face is stuck in the cell phone. You cannot be with God. If your face is stuck in the cell phone or the TV or any other form of media, you have to set aside time during the day to be with the Lord. Okay? Otherwise, you're doing this right here. Fake gods, idolatry, drunkenness, and spiritual adultery. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's move on to, and of course, the Lord speaks of spiritual destruction. Okay. All right, let's move on to chapter four. Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel, for the Lord have a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to stop for a second because I just got a word. Now, I don't want to just single out young people because adults are just as bad. There are adults out here that do nothing but work all the time. When do you take time out for the Lord? You barely take time out to sleep. But when do you take out time for the Lord? Money is in everything. Power is in everything. You have to take time for the Lord. 
Okay. Anything that you put in in time with all day long, 24-7, okay? Most of your day is going towards that. And you're not taking out any time during the day to pray to the Lord. Then you are in error. And you need to check yourself. Okay? Now, yes. No, it wasn't yesterday. It was, uh, it was, I think, the day before. We were reading. And it was an example in the, um, the scriptures with a... The prophet was saying he, um, it was Daniel. I think it was Daniel. He was before the Lord three times a day in prayer. Now that pretty much is least amount. Because, you know, I mean, if you don't have the time... You eat breakfast, you eat lunch, you eat dinner. So you can pray during those times. Even if it's for five or ten minutes, it's still prayer. Although it really should be longer, but if that's all you have, that's all you have. Okay, let's move on. Back to chapter 4, verse 1. Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. For the Lord hath controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. Mm, 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 mm. Now, don't that sound like now? Ooh, this really hit home. Don't it hit home? No mercy. No truth. You know, it's getting to the place where it's hard to find truth. Okay? You can't trust the media, which when I was younger, uh, most people did. They could count on, you know, getting the true word. People were on the ground getting the news. Not anymore. Now someone's... uh, putting it across the prompter. Well, the big question is who put it across the prompter and where did they get the news from? See? you, The truth is not even being told when politicians hit the podiums. They lie. They lie just like your lawyers get on the stand and rearrange the truth. Okay? These are lies. The courtrooms are filled with lies. They don't get to the truth no more. They're too busy trying to play the game of one-up. All right? Knowledge of God. Well, we have plenty of people that know God, but not really. Not really, really, really know God. You know, they read the Word but they don't practice it. And how often do they read the Word? Because the more you're in the Word, the more you learn, the more you understand, the more the Lord reveals to you because He knows you can handle it. 
You see, that's the difference between someone who first comes in, which is considered a babe, and someone who has who has been in the Word and been with God and studied. They're no longer babes. See? And the Lord knows that they can take more. You can take a chapter in the Word and read it one time, and it means one thing. But then... Something might be going on in your life at this point in time. And you read that same chapter. You might have been two weeks ago. You read that same chapter and and there's something else there for you. For this time. So, the Bible is living and changing constantly according to what you need. You just need to get into it and read it understand it and get a relationship with the master who created it (laughs) okay who inspired those to write the words that he wanted them to write okay let's move on to two by swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery they break out and blood touches blood okay again this is all happening now therefore shall the land moan and everyone that dwelleth therein shall shall languish with the beast of the field and with the fowls of heaven yea the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away now Hello, have we not noticed how things are disappearing nowadays? We have an issue with the bees. We have an issue with certain species of animals that are slowly but surely dying out. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Meanwhile, swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery is still happening. And it's happening more and more. Let's move on to four. Yet let no man strive nor reprove another, for for thy people are as they that strive with the priest. Therefore shall thou fall in the day, and the prophets also shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. The fall of the wicked. My people are destroyed by lack of knowledge. There it goes, everybody. Didn't I just just say that? I just said that. <laughs> My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If you're not reading it, if you're not in relationship with God, there goes your knowledge. <laughs> because thou has rejected knowledge, mm, I will also reject thee. So when you come crying and he doesn't answer, hey, see? 
And then you're saying, there's no God because I called out to him and he didn't hear me. He didn't do nothing. Blah, blah, blah. This and that happened. It's your fault. It's your fault because you're not doing what he told you to do. But it's not too late. Get on board. Get your Bible. Start reading. Make a connection. Fall on your knees. Ask the Lord to forgive you for your sin. It's a sin to reject the Lord. Did you know that? That's a big sin. So that's the first thing you should say. Father, forgive me for rejecting you, for not listening to you, for not reading your word. Okay, let's move on. I will also reject thee, that thou shall be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of, of thy God. I will also forget thy children. See? Not just you. You got children? Them too. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore will I change their glory into shame. Now, people, I know I'm reading Hosea. I know that I'm reading what he's saying to the people in that time frame. Because they were a stiff-necked people. They were hard-headed. They would not listen. But nothing has changed. Our people are still stiff-necked, hard-necked people. They don't listen. I know a whole bunch of people that right now, today, that I've been talking to for years... And they don't listen. They brush me off. Ah, here she goes again, talking that stuff. I don't believe in that. Ugh. Can we talk about something else? Sure, we could talk about something else. I told you what I need to tell you. You don't want to hear it. That's fine. That's not on me anymore because I did what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to tell you. Now, if you don't accept what I'm telling you, then that's on you. So when I leave here and go to my father, I can say, Father, with a clean heart, clean mind. Father, I did speak to them many times and they would not listen. See? Okay. All right, let's move on. Chapter 8. Uh, verse 8, I'm sorry. Verse 8. Well, let's go back to 7. I think I missed half of 7. As they were increased, as they were increased, so their sin against me. Therefore will I change their glory into shame. Eight, they eat up the sin of my people and they sit their hearts on their iniquity. And they set their hearts on their iniquity. And there shall be like people, like priests, and I will punish them 
for their ways and reward them for their doings. For they shall eat and not have enough. Poverty. Poverty. They shall commit. They shall commit whoredom and shall not increase. Because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. Now, looking back over the years and looking out at our people, this saying is so, 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 so true. It, it really kind of hurts to, to see it, but it's the truth. Poverty, lasciviousness, uh, I can't begin to call out the different things that are joined with it. Even sickness and illness at some point takes a hold. Okay. Um... And shall not increase because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. Whoredom and wine and new wine take away the heart. 11. Whoredom and wine. Sex, 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 sex. And wine and beer and cigarettes and drugs. Okay. And new wine takes away the heart. Okay? All these things pulls you away from the Lord. My people ask counsel at their stocks, and their staff declareth unto them. For the spirit of whoredom hath caused them to err. And they have gone a-whoring from under their God. Now, people usually stop around the ages of 40-ish because by the time they start getting 35 or so, they realize, wait a minute, you know, my life is a mess. I need to do something, get myself, you know, because life is passing me by. But young people, please, 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 please pay attention because this right here is what consumes and takes up your life from the ages of teens up into your 30s and some into their 30s. And they lose their footing. They lose their focus. Things that they should be doing that will put them further ahead. They lose it because they get wrapped up in this. They get wrapped up in the drinking. They get wrapped up in the drugs. They get wrapped up in the partying. They get wrapped up in the money games. They get wrapped up in the sex and from their teens all the way into the 30s, 
which is your productive years when you have the youth and the stamina to do things that will progress you. You don't because you're too busy focusing and putting all your time and effort in these things which do nothing but destroy and tear you down. Not just you physically and mentally, but spiritually as well. Okay, 13. They sacrifice upon the top of the mountains and burn incense upon the hills under oaks and populous and elms because the shadow thereof is good. So basically in hiding. <laughs> okay. And this is pretty much what happens today. Therefore, your daughters shall commit whoredom, and your spouses shall commit adultery. And that's exactly what happens. I will not punish your daughters when they commit whoredom, nor your spouses when they commit adultery for themselves are separated with whores and they sacrifice with harlots. Therefore, the people that doeth not understand shall fall. And that's what happens. They take a great big fall before, before and if they come to God. Though thou, Israel, play the harlot, yet let not Judah offend. And come not ye unto, uh, come not ye to Gilgal, neither go ye up to Bethavim, nor swear, the Lord liveth. For Israel slideth back as a backslider, heifer. Now, the Lord will thin them as the Lord will feed them, excuse me, as a lamb in a large place. <laughs> yes, <laughs> churches. <laughs> you got to see the irony of it. <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> uh, let's read that again. <laughs> For Israel slides back as a backslider heifer. Okay, and this is what happens to people. They slide all the way back. And now we won't even, we, ha we haven't even scratched the surface of those who are saying they're Christians and are backsliding because that's a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of people, all right? And you can really put those people in this instance right here. Backsliding heifers. And we're not just talking female, we're talking male too. <laughs> and now the Lord will feed them as a lamb in a large place. <laughs> in a large place. So 
you know, after that, they run to the church and the church feeds them to get them to come back, to get on their feet, to realize I made a mistake. (laughs) Ephraim is joining to idols. Let him alone. Their drink is sour, and they have committed whoredom continually. Her ruler, her rulers with shame do love, give ye. The wind hath bound her up in her wings, and they shall be ashamed because of their sacrifices. So you see, what was going on then is still going on today. Still happening today. Okay, let's move on to chapter 5. Hear ye this, O priest, and hearken ye house of Israel, and give your ear, O house of the king, for judgment is towards you. Because ye have been a snare on Mizpah, and a net spread upon table. Tabor. And the revolters are, prof- are profound to make slaughter. Though I have been a, rebucker, a rebuker of them all, I know Ephraim and Israel is not hid from me. For now, O Ephraim, thou committest whoredom, and Israel is defiled. They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God. They will not frame their Doings to turn unto their God. For the spirit of whoredom is in the midst of them, and they have not known the Lord. And the pride of Israel do testify to her face. Therefore shall Israel and Ephraim fall in their iniquity. Judah also shall fall with them. Now, <laughs> When you see pridefulness, when someone is very prideful, fall is coming. A big fall is coming. Okay? All these things run hand in hand together. And when someone is wrapped up in these things, you hear people say, oh, my... My daughter was strung out on drugs. My son was uh, drinking all the time. We tried to reach him, but we couldn't reach him. We prayed. We, We took him to church, and he still did the same thing. Yes, you're praying, and you're taking them to church. That's good. The problem is, is they are so involved in what they're doing 
the taste and the spirit is there. And so you throw, oh, I don't know what I can do. I've done all I can do. Your hands go up in the air. You've seeked all these agencies and they can't do anything. Why? Because you're not getting to the root of the problem. The problem is, is you're dealing with a spirit. Notice he says it here. He says, I know Ephraim in Israel is not hid from me. For now, Ephraim, thou committest whoredom, and Israel is defiled. They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God. For the spirit of whoredom, the spirit of whoredoms is in the midst of them. The spirit of whoredom. See? So... You can't stop them unless you prey on that particular spirit that has come into their house. When I say their house, I mean into their bodies. That has taken over their spirit. And you have to be able to battle because it's going to be a battle and you need people who know what they're doing. Not Layman, because layman don't know. And when I say layman, layman could be a minister or preacher. If he doesn't know how to do it, then it's going to be a problem. And you're going to get backlashed. So you have to know what you're doing when you deal with this. And you have to go to somebody who knows exactly what is going on and how to deal with this. A lot, of the, a lot of the ministers and things in the churches out here are not equipped, sorry to say. That's just the plain and simple. I have been around this country, and I have seen many ministers and been in many churches, and I can tell you front up, nope. They were not equipped. I can count on my fingers, and that's not a good thing at all. I got more in some churches from the people that were going to the church than from the from the establishment, from the ministers and the deacons and the evangelists, the rabbis, okay, the priest, <laughs> because I didn't just go to one particular set of church, no, I was told to go to other places, okay, so, uh, we are going to Pause for a few seconds, and we'll be right back. Okay, everyone, we are back. All right, we had to pause for a minute for a commercial. Um, but we are back. And 
we were just talking about the spirit of whoredom, okay? And there are many different kinds of spirits out here that invade people once they in, overindulge in something. And so this is why I said early on to the children, uh, to the young people out there who are into uh, their phones all the time, um, into the media all the time. That is a spirit, believe it or not. <laughs> and it does take over you if you don't get control of it. And a lot of people say, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, there really, really is. So much can happen uh, in that situation. So don't be fooled, okay? There needs to be a set time of using media. And then after that, that needs to be set aside. Just like you would set aside your food and your drink, uh, your playing and your working. Okay? All right. Let's move on. Uh, we are in... Five. Yes. And the pride of Israel doeth testify to her face. Therefore shall Israel and Ephraim fall in their iniquity. Judah also shall fall with them. And they shall go with their flocks and with their herds to seek the Lord. But they shall not find him. He hath withdrawn himself from them. They have dealt it treacherously against the Lord, for they have begotten strange children. Now shall a mouth devour them with their portion. Uh, now shall a, a month devour them with their portion. Blow ye the coronet in Gibba, and the trumpet in Ramah. Cry aloud at Bethaven. After thee, O Benjamin, Ephraim shall be desolated in the day of rebuke. Among the tribes of Israel have I made known that which shall surely be. The princes of Judah were like them that removed the bound therefore. I will pour out my wrath upon them like water. Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment because he willingly walked after the commandment. Uh, uh, uh. Let's read that again. Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment because he willingly, willingly walked after the commandment. Therefore will I be unto Ephraim as a moth and to the house of Judah as a, as a rottenness. Mm. 
Even Ephraim saw his sickness, and Judah saw his wound. Then went Ephraim to the Assyrians, and sent to the king Jerob, Yet could he not heal you, nor cure you of your wound? Yes. <laughs> and, and this is what I just said. <laughs> when your people you know are ailing with these things, drunkenness, drugs, over-sexuality, overeating, overworking. No one can heal you of these things. Only the Lord. Okay? Only thing people can do is pray on that spirit to remove it, to weaken it, to get it out. But then the rest is the Lord. As long as they have that spirit in them. Okay? Then it's hard for them to make that move to come to the Lord. Because they have a stronghold in the house. Okay? That stronghold got to come out. All right. For, um, let's see. All right, let's do 14. For I will be unto Ephraim as a lion and as a young lion to the house of Judah. I, even I, will tear and go away. I will take away and none shall rescue him. So <laughs> the Lord aid you in your, in your mess. It'll help help you get to the downfall even quicker. Because <laughs> you didn't listen. So, you know, that's where that's what happens. I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face in their affliction. They will seek me early. Let's hope. Let's hope. Okay, all right. <clears throat> We're going to read uh, chapter 6. Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath turned, for he hath torn, and he hath healed us. He, have, he has smitten, and he will bind us up. After two days will he revive us. In the third day he will rise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come into us as the rain as the latter and the former reign unto the earth. Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is as a morning cloud, and as the early dew it goeth away. 
Therefore have I hewed them by the prophets, and I have slain them by the words of my mouth. And thy judgments are as the light that goeth forth. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. But they, like men, have transgressed the covenant. There have they dwelt treacherously against me. Gilad is a city of them that worketh iniquity, and is polluted with blood. And as troops of robbers wait for man, so the company of priests murdered priests murdered in the way by constant, for they commit lewdness. I have seen a horrible thing in the house of Israel. There is the whoredom of Ephraim. Israel is defiled. Also, O Judah, he has set he has set a harvest for thee. When I return, the captivity of my people. Mm. Okay. One more, and then we're going to pause. When I would have, uh, chapter 7, 1. When I would have healed Israel, then the iniquity of Ephraim was discovered and the wickedness of Samaria. For they committed falsehood, and the theft cometh in, and the troop of robbers spoileth without. And they considered not in their hearts that I remembered all the wickedness. Now their own doings have beset them about. They are before my face. Now just think about this, everyone. You think that nothing is happening. You do things that you don't think that anyone knows. Nothing happens. But the reality of it is, the maker of the world knows. God sees everything. Imagine you put yourself in his place. You've made all these people and creatures, made the world and everything. And you're looking down and you're seeing all these things going on. Killing and stealing and lying politicians lying, money deals on the back door and under the table, children being raped and killed, women being raped and murdered, men raping boys and girls, people having sex with animals, people killing their children, people burning them and eating children, people eating people, people killing for the, for the heck of killing, 
people killing animals for the heck of killing, just so they can say, I killed that animal. Not because they needed to kill the animal for food or for clothing or both, but just to kill, just to say, that's my 10th one that I killed. People making things that will harm the whole, the whole universe, all the creatures that the Lord made, making bombs, making germ warfare, making viruses and sicknesses that will harm people, even if it gets out accidentally or, or whatever, okay? The Lord is looking down and seeing all of this. What do you think? Put yourself in his place because after all, we're his children. We're made after him. Okay? If we get upset and annoyed over these things, and we get upset and annoyed over these things easily, he is more merciful and, and long-suffering than we are. Think about it. Don't you think that these things are sitting in a pot, festering and boiling over to a point where it's going to explode at some point in time? And he's going to come down and say, enough. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. That's in times. And we, we are galloping to that point because people are not, people, you are not doing what he said. Okay. Three, they make the king glad with their wickedness and the prince with their lies. See, we got this today. They are all adulterous. As an oven heated by the baker who ceased from, ra from raising after he hath kneaded the dough until it be leavened. Mm -hmm. In the day of our king, the prince have made him seek with bottles of wine. He stretches out his hand with with scorners. Now, what did the Lord say about the righteous? They will not sit in the seat of the scorners, nor will the scorners sit in the seat with the righteous. Okay? For they have made ready their hearts like an oven while they lie in wait. Their baker sleepeth all the night, in the morning, it burneth all as a flaming fire. Mm. They are all hot as an oven and have devoured their judges. All their kings are fallen. 
Yes, yes, yes. And there is none among them that calleth unto me. You see? Ephraim, he hath mixed himself among the people. Ephraim is a cake, not turned. Strangers have devoured his strength, and he knoweth it not. Yea, gray hairs are here and there upon him, yet he knoweth not. Self-destruction, people. And the pride of Israel testified to his face, and they do not return to the Lord their God, nor seek him for all this. No, because they're too prideful. They're past that. And that's why pride goes before fall. Ephraim also is like a silent dove without heart. They call to Egypt and they go to Assyria. Again, trusting in man. When they shall go, I will spread my net upon them and I will bring them down as the fowls of the heaven and I will chastise them as they con as they as their congregation hath heard. Woe unto them, for they have fled from me, destruction unto them, because they have transgressed, they have transgressed against me. Though I have redeemed them, yet they have spoken lies against me, and they hate me, and they have not cried unto me with their hearts when they howled upon their beds. They assemble themselves for corn and wine, and they rebel against me. Though I have bound and strengthened their arms, yet do they imagine mischief against me. They return, but not to the Most High. They are like a deceitful bow. Their princes shall fall by the sword for the rags of their tongue, uh, for the rage of their tongue. This shall be their derision in the land of Egypt. Now, we do know that Several times our people went into Egypt, and this is why even today the Lord speaks of Egypt in a very disdain manner. Okay? We were not supposed to go into Egypt. We were not supposed to go into Africa. We were supposed to stay in the land that the Lord gave to us. Okay? And right now, in that land, there is so much war going on. Constantly. Hopping around from one area to the other. And claiming that one is more superior than the other. One is 
more godly than the other, more religious than the other, closer to God. And that is just not the truth. And the truth is not being told. God has scattered his people all over the world because of this very thing. So nothing has changed today. It's the same as it was then. And man still continues to turn up his nose, if you will, to the Lord and act like he doesn't exist, except when they run into problems. And then he wants to turn and fall back on his knees, as you've seen many times in the word as we read. And this is not acceptable to the Lord. When you turn and come to the Lord, stay with the Lord, continue with the Lord. I can't say that enough. Um, eventually, at the end, the land that is fighting back and forth here and there, the Lord will come back and take it from all of them. <laughs> and all that fighting and squabbling and all that stuff will be gone. It won't mean dilly dot squatty. It's just, as he said, man's vanity, 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 vanity. But in the meantime, we have to get ourselves right, each and every one of us, so that we will be worthy enough to inherit the land, the kingdom of the Lord. Okay? All right. We're going to pause now for some prayer, and then we are going to close out today. Father, thank you for this word, Lord. Thank you for helping us to understand it and showing us, Almighty God, where we need to improve ourselves, each and every one of us. Lord, help us to stay on the right path and continue to teach us, Lord. Place your warring and guardian angels around us and keep us, Father, and continue to enlighten us, Lord, in our spirits, in our minds, in our hearts. Father, we love you, Almighty God. We love you with all our hearts. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for loving us back. Thank you for loving us first. And thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace. For without it, Lord, we wouldn't be here. Lord, thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Yeshua Mashiach. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Okay, this is our program for today. Everyone, thank you for joining us. I hope that you tune in tomorrow where Will will pick up at Hosea 8. I'm going to find my marker real quick. <laughs> Uh, we will begin at Hosea 8, fresh. Um, for those of you now who would like to 
contact us, okay? There are two ways. Uh, you can write in to me and my email, which is MacMillions, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S, 75gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on my anchor.fm right slash Linda, L-I-N-D-A, dash Macmillan, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N, 9. Okay? And uh, for those of you who have already uh, written to me, thank you very much. We appreciate the write-ins. Uh, it'd be nice to hear from you, some of you out there on our URL. Please consider that. Um, for those of you who would like to donate and sponsor, uh, there are two buttons at the bottom of this page. Just press on that button and that information will be given to you for either one that you want, okay? And we appreciate your donations and your sponsorship. They were very helpful. Thank you, everyone. Okay, this is our program for tonight. Everyone have a blessed evening and good night.